Remember our usual message from our sponsor, Eva's Bell Bonds, where their licensed professionals are available 24-7, seven days a week. They work hard to make your experience as fast and convenient as possible. Their goal is to help reunite families across the state of Idaho safely and effectively. Payments are available. Se habla español. Give them a call and let them help you at 208-312-3660. Again, that is 208 312 3660 and also if you are local or you are located in Twin Falls they do have a new office space and they are open and serving you from there on Blue Lakes Boulevard if you want to get more information or stop on by and see what services Eva is able to provide for you. So you guys hi welcome back it's been a while since I've been gone and I have literally tried to record this episode like 10,000 times so I guess you can say that I'm a little rusty. Um, I will try to speak and then (laughs) like a stutter will take over me and then I'm like yeah no I cannot keep this because everybody's gonna think that I'm a spaz but (laughs) I know it's been a while since I've been gone but I expect to come back with a bang of course fingers crossed and hopefully deliver more consistent regular episodes and really get more um more episodes for the freaky friday segments like i used to um more spooky things because of course it is spooky season and i'm so excited for that um and i love true crime so i just really need to sit down and focus do my research and give you guys the episodes that you've been wanting because everybody is a sucker for the true crime episodes and so am i i have a lot of fun doing them um i enjoy the research learning things that i didn't know previously so I just need to find time in this crazy life to sit down and do some research and I will be able to have those guys, those guys, (laughs) have those guys, (laughs) have those episodes back out for you. You see what I mean by I'll say something and then just the stutter will just come and take over me, but I'm sure you guys miss me a little bit, right? (laughs) So today's episode is going to be well i'll just go ahead and say this many of you may not know that september is national suicide prevention month so to begin september i wanted to release an episode that was dedicated to this month solely being about suicide prevention and what you personally as a person can do to be an ally to somebody who is suffering and i know that this is a very consistent topic that i tend to talk about a lot But when it's something very personal to me, then it's obviously, it's going to be something that I'm going to use this platform to bring awareness to, to be a voice for, to advocate, to be an advocate for, you know. And I just really hope that you guys will be able to understand and that you don't um, complain about it too much. But if not, you know, you can always just skip these episodes and go to the next one. But that's what this episode is going to be about. Now, if you do not know where to start in a situation like this, um, I found a really good website 
called suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And they are the ones who really can break it down for you as simple as like just going online and clicking a tab and reading it and then you are able to be led to different sources from there. So you can learn how to get help if you are one of the people who is suffering with a, me- with a mental illness um, as well as they have a tab to what you can do to learn about the illness to be somebody to be somebody for someone who is struggling like to be a person that they are able to come to for help. They also have a tab where you can get involved and you can help nationally. And they also provide you with the providers and professionals of the whole entire organization. So this is a little excerpt from the website itself. It states, we can help prevent suicide. Every year, the Lifeline and other mental health organizations and individuals across the U.S. and around the world raise awareness raise awareness of suicide prevention during September, which is National Suicide Prevention Month. Now, if you are on the website or you are going to go on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, you will see that they have um, kind of like a hashtag that is what their what this September is going to be kind of circulating around. So the hashtag is be the one two. So be the one two is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline's message for National Suicide Prevention Month and beyond, which helps spread which helps spread the word about actions we can all take to prevent suicide. The Lifeline Network and its partners are working to change the conversation from suicide to suicide prevention, to actions that can promote healing, help, and give hope. So, as well as the hashtag be the one too, they have the different tabs for them. So this one is be the one to ask. And then under tabs, for ask is research research shows people who are having thoughts of suicide feel relief when someone asks them when someone asks after them in a caring way find su- finding suggest acknowledging and talking about suicide may reduce rather than increase suicidal ideation which is something that i have always been in my opinion i have always backed because a lot of people always said when I was growing up and like a lot of my friends were, um, I was losing a lot of my friends to suicide. A lot of the adults, teachers, school districts would say, um, like, oh, we, we don't want to talk about it because talking about it would be like glorifying it or promoting it. But that is beyond, like, I don't even know how somebody comes up with that conclusion. Talking about something and talking to someone about it is one way that a child could understand and comprehend and learn why we should not do this. So the fact that, you know, a national organization actually wants to be people to promote, that they want you to ask, they want you to talk to your kids, and they want you to really be upfront and ask like hey like are you having thoughts of suicide are are you okay what can we do 
to be better to help you and stuff that's that's what we need we don't need to push it under the rug because we honestly the state of idaho has one of the most if not the most highest percentages of suicide ratings and that has been since like 20 it's been since forever but the the highest was in like 2016 i believe or 2015 around there and it's just insane to me that people don't want to talk about it when your whole life you hear like movies and <laughs> when people are in rehab and stuff and like intervention and stuff where they say the first step is admitting you have a problem well how is somebody going to tell you that they have a problem if they feel like they aren't allowed to talk to you about what is happening the second the second tab is to be there so hashtag be the one to be there individuals are more likely to feel less depressed less suicidal less overwhelmed and more hopeful by after speaking to someone who listens without judgment and it's always important to be a person to this child to this friend this peer this co-worker a brother a niece nephew anybody like to be a safe space for them to be a person that they are not afraid to come to you and tell them the problems they are having I have always tried my best to be the the friend the aunt the girlfriend the you know the friend that people will feel safe to come over to my house like let's get some tea let's get some coffee and let's sit down and you explain to me how you feel and I will try to let you feel like you're not crazy the feelings that you're feeling are valid that you know just learn how to validate somebody learn to listen without judge judging learn to listen to listen like that that literally makes no sense but that's as best as i can put it learn to listen to somebody not to respond but to acknowledge and to be a ear for somebody who really needs it because in most cases you could be saving a life so learn how to be attentive and be a safe space for other humans the next one is be the one to keep them safe a number of studies have indicated that when lethal means are hold up sorry a number of studies have indicated that when lethal means are made less available or less deadly, suicide rates by that method decline and frequently and frequently suicide rates overall decline. So this is also important. You guys need to make sure that there is nothing crazy and available to kids. Kids will get into things. They will try things. If you have a liquor cabinet that's just chilling there without a lock, they're gonna they're gonna try it. They're gonna take the pills. They're going to. Kids are impulsive. I was a very impulsive kid. Like if I a very impulsive kid. Like if I saw something that I knew could probably do some damage, I was gonna take it. Like because I was really struggling and I was in a really dark spot like there were times where <laughs> oh my god I hope nobody's listening to this um my family or whatever but like even if they are what I mean what are they gonna do to me now but like my dad had um a, a cabinet and it had like 
some Mexican tequila in it. I think it was like el, jima, el jimador or something like that. It was white tequila. And he had it in there. And it was always just Jay chilling. And I was like, man, it's not going to hurt if I take a little swig. You know? <laughs> and and I would, you know, because, well, it's not like they were going to notice that, it, that nothing was there. So just be sure to keep an eye on them. Or if you're that parent that's like, well, if you're going to drink, I'd rather have you do it in the house, like in Mean Girls, then that's fine. But at least be there for them. Like, honestly, if I had kids, if they were going to do something bad, I would rather know that they were going to be doing something bad and be able to give them whatever it is that they need to be doing the something bad safely, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So this next one is to help them stay connected. Studies indicate that helping someone at risk that helping someone at risk creates a network of resources and individuals for support and safety. This can help take them this can help them take positive action and reduce feelings of hopelessness. This is also important. If you see somebody that is really struggling, they don't want to get out of the house, they don't want to do anything, then go sit with them in the house, watch some movies, take them to the park if they're willing to go, take them for ice cream. Like when somebody is feeling sad, make sure that you are able to be a person that they can rely on, that they'll pick up, that you can pick them up. You guys can go to a bookstore, go for a walk, go, you know just be a friend to people that need it or you know in general just be a friend to everybody because this world's already shitty enough and we just need to learn how to be nicer to each other the next one is to follow up studies have also shown that brief low-cost intervention and supportive ongoing contact may be an important part of suicide prevention, especially for individuals after they have been discharged from hospitals or care services. So if somebody has an episode, it is important that you guys continue to check on that person until forever. <laughs> not really forever. I know that's not your, it's not, it's not your burden to take, but if you really care about somebody and you don't want to lose them, then it's a very small it's a very small thing to have to do compared to not having them there for the, for the rest of your life you know so i would rather have to check on somebody 50,000 times a day than have them not be here living for the rest of my life ever so just make sure that you are following up and you're checking on people after they message you saying that they are having a hard time Alright, so even before I had figured out that Suicide Prevention Month was in September, September has always been a very hard month for me. Um, if you guys listened to one of the first episodes, then you will have known that I lost a friend 2015-2016 um, uh, and his birthday is September 28th. So ever since we lost him, I have taken balloons to his grave. And normally I would like, I try to keep up with how old he is. So hang on, like literally 
I'm really bad at math and counting, so give me a second. <laughs> um, let me see. Was I 16 at the time? I think I might have been 16. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, I might have been 16. So the very first time that I went, I had taken him 17, 17 balloons, and then from there, 18, 19 balloons, 20, 21, 22, and then this September, I believe, would be, will be 23. He was a little older than I was, so it'll either, it'll either be 23 or 24. Um, I will, I know it's like shitty of me to forget, but... It's like something that I try really hard to push out of my mind until the day comes where I have to do it. Um, not because I don't want to remember, but because when I do, I turn into a very bad wreck. Um, there was one time where I couldn't even, for the whole month of September, like I didn't even get up, like I couldn't get up. It was after, I believe it was like maybe the, the next year because I felt such an overwhelming amount of guilt and sadness and it's just a lot but although September and February because February was when we lost him uh September and February bring an, a, an enormous amount of grief and pain with them I feel like it's the only time that he is very present very close like I feel like it's the only time that if I speak, he'll be able to hear me, you know? But, um, the reason I bring this up is because, like, just the fact that his birthday is in September, and then September is Suicide, suicide Prevention Month, it's just something that's really super important, you guys, and it's, like, really heavy, and it's emotional, and it's just something that I feel like if I can give you guys a deep personal connection with it, then maybe it will have more of an impact. So I'm not trying to say like, oh, this happened to me. So like, hey, you guys feel some sympathy or empathy or whatever. But no, like I'm trying to tell you like this thing, that these things are real. Like this happens and I wish I would have been a better human, a better ally, a better friend. But at the time I was really going I was really going through it I mean we're young we were young teenagers like we what could we have possibly known like never in my life did I ever think that I would lose as many people as I have lost to suicide but like I feel like no matter what I try to do to help this world makes us just feel so hopeless um like, because it just always resonates back to um, how I say, like, how can, how can I expect to help other people if I can't even help myself? But helping myself really means, like, coping with this life. And this life is just so shitty, you guys. Like, honestly, it's it's so bad. Like, and I don't want to be somebody who's like a Debbie Doubtner or whatever. Because, yes, I have a roof over my head. I have clothes, I'm working, I'm not sick, I'm, you know, things like that, well, I have a lot of mental illnesses, but, like, you know, I'm not, like, physically sick, like, you know, I have my limbs, I, you know, just things like that, I know there's a lot of things to be grateful for, but this country is, like, kind of going to shit, and humanity is going to shit, and, like, I just feel like there is, how are we supposed to plan for a future when 
Wow. Nobody else is even thinking about us for our future, you know, like, so it's just, it's just something that we probably shouldn't even get into right now because <laughs> that's a very long topic and hard conversation to have, but, um, September National Suicide Prevention Month, it's important, you guys, it's important that you guys are friends, you are allies, you are spreading the word, if you need help, you need to reach out, you need to ask, you just need to be more aware. So, early signs of depression, according to Rex Ulti, is it like, it's like R-E-X-U-L-T-I dot com, hopefully that's right, um, so symptoms of depression may last for two weeks or more, occurring nearly every day. And these may include a depressed mood most of the day, feeling sad, empty, hopeless, or on the verge of tears, loss of interest or pleasure in activities you once enjoyed, weight loss even when not on a diet or experiencing weight gain, also note, note decreases or increases in appetite, difficulty sleeping or being overly tired, restlessness or feeling slowed down, fatigue or a loss of energy, feeling worthless or guilty, a lack of concentration or difficulty with decision making, thoughts of death or suicide. So those are some important cope, um, early signs of depression that you can notice in people or if you are noticing them in yourself, remember to be aware check on your friends like literally all those checkpoints i see in myself like one day i'll be fine and the next day i'll have all of them or one day i'll be fine and the next day i'll have two of those or you know it all just varies and i know how hopeless everything can feel but i think it's important that we just try and keep on trudging what more can we do right um so a couple of coping mechanisms that i find helpful are you can read draw paint just do things that make you feel alive things that keep you passionate if you're making music if you're writing lyrics writing poetry reading you're drawing you're painting go and get some tattoos that's what i do when i'm real sad i go again so get some tattoos and one day i'm gonna run out of space so i don't know what i'm gonna do after that um make tie-dye shirts go on a walk go ride a bike um do something with your significant other go on a hike you can go kayaking things not everything has to be money related go to the park swing on some swings um go shoot acorns through a basketball hoop i don't know why that's the first thing that came to mind <laughs> but like you know just get out there and try to get out of your head and pick up a passion pick up a hobby you learn to sew or go stain a block of wood or be bob the builder and do whatever it is that you have to do to keep yourself alive because we need you here okay <sighs> so you guys i think i think that's it for this episode but just remember that if you need somebody we have so many sort resources for you just go talk to a friend, go talk to a teacher, somebody who you feel is going to understand you and keep yourself alive because the world needs you and the world is better because you are here. And I love you and I'm glad that you're here. And if you made it all the way through this episode, even with my stutters, then I love you and I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that you're alive and you're 
echándole ganas and doing it whatever it is that you have to do to be the badass that you are. So remember that we are on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, at Passions Are Peace Podcast. You can send me a Gmail or a request at Passions Are Peace Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to, to our sponsor, Eva's Bell Bonds, and mostly, mostly important, I mean most important, my bad, thank you for coming back and listening. Remember to stay peaceful, stay passionate, take care of yourself, make sure that you are staying in your house even during these times and if you're not then wear your mask girl watch your kids because it's getting scary out here stay hydrated drink your water and take time to enjoy the things that you love and the things that keep you happy i love you guys and i'll see you in the next one bye